Hi, I'm Carl. I'm not. Adam. I'm Adam. And um, this hey, is... It's been a long time since I've been in this room. Has it really? Oh, Jesus. In case you're wondering, uh, we are in the family room the ba in the basement of my house. And um, the main reason is because I don't have a life or children living with me anymore. And Adam hasn't earned that luxury yet. I haven't gotten rid of mine. <laughs> so we've chosen the uh, quietest place we know that doesn't cost money by the hour. Well, quiet is an audible noise. Just, it's November 12th and I'm looking at a Christmas wreath. That's pretty loud. Those decorations are up in full force because... I don't believe that. It's, that's, that's my wife's way. And, um, if she could put them up before November 1st, before Halloween was over, she would. And I, I actually don't mind because. You don't put them up. Well, no, I, I do. I do help. And in fact, I'm the one that rearranges all the Rubbermaids, pulling out all the boxes of gotcha. decorations and stuff. Um, and, and to a certain degree, I help put the uh, tree and stuff up too. But I like lights. Oh, yeah. So this time of year is like my favorite because it gets dark enough early enough that you can appreciate everybody's lights. Yep. And that, I love it. Yeah, I have a weird fascination with lights as well. A friend of mine used to own a business, a very successful business, still does. Or the business is still successful. He sold his part. But they sell LED bands, but for external use. So the old bands that ran up the TELUS building, those big blue, yeah. they sold those. So I got a big, I got about 80 feet of it previously. And uh, I put it up in my living room. So it's stuff meant to be on a skyscraper that you can see from miles away. So I had it wrapped around my ceiling. And it was just... When you looked at the house from outside, it looked like I was being visited. In case you didn't catch that reference, we are in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. For those of you that are tuning in that are not from this area. We just doxed our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam and I have uh, known each other for many years. We just haven't been in touch for a long time because he left town for a while seeking fame and fortune and they ended up coming back and I found out by accident and we decided we wanted to do a podcast together. And here's the funny thing. Um, we do have some ideas on what we're going to talk about and should be some pretty interesting stuff or not. But the funny thing is we haven't come up with an actual name yet. So I, uh, I suggested to him that we would uh, go over some ideas that I came up with earlier today and um, see whether he likes any of them. So this ought to be good. So before you start, yeah, I want to go back to the we've known each other for many years. Yeah. Do you know how many it's been? Oh, okay. Now, I don't remember exactly which year I met you. I just know the range of years right. when I was at that job yeah. as an instructor there where I met you. Uh, so I'm going to guess it was probably 2000... One or two, which would make it 
20 goddamn years. 20 years, man. 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. I think it was 2000 or it was 2001, either one, but it yep. was one of those two. I just remember it being 2000 because I was working at 7-Eleven and my, my father said, you need to get your shit together because I was living at the house and, and then he gave me, he said, do it or get out. How old were you? Well, 20 years, 22. Okay. 20. And you were still living at home. So yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. I think I had been back. No, I hadn't left yet, I don't think. I left when I was 18. Mm. Yeah, and I and I kept coming back. I had uh, financial issues or woman problems, and I had to come back. And shouldn't have. There were some poor choices. But whatever. That's another podcast for tears. Hey, for sure. That's what it's called. Podcast for tears. So you're ready for some <laughs> you're ready for some names? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let, now in the order I came up with them, okay? So that doesn't mean they yep. start off bad and end fantastic or vice versa. Okay. Talkbot. Terrible. All right. Cursing robots. Better. Am I not smart? No. Artificial cowboys. That's so gay. The only reason I said artificial cowboys is because I wanted to I wanted to see if I could find a way to brand the name with where we were. So with that in mind, apologies in advance for how cheesy the next two are gonna be. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling now you're gonna like the last one the best. Why <laughs> why see what you did there? Oof. That's a big oof. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not as bad as your artificial cowboys. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with how you. About, okay. How about YYC side chat? Oh, Lord. That's <laughs> so bad. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Here's I commend you at your bravery to even say that out loud. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> no fear. But you know what? Mm. This last one. Okay. I think you're actually going to like it. Okay, yeah. Because yep. uh -huh. of the reference. Not a, not a bitch session. Okay, well, I'll be honest. I don't think I know the reference. Because when we first talked about putting this thing together, oh, yeah. okay, now you said yeah. you didn't want it to be a bitch session. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I get it. So I thought, but anyway. No, that one's not bad. Can I tell you why I don't like the ones I don't like? You don't need to, but if you feel the need, go for it. We don't know what we don't have any other talk content bot. to talk, talk about. Talkbot. Talkbot, oh, I like. We do. Talkbot, we have cute. a big topic for this opening right. episode. But Talkbot's we'll cute. I like it. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I, mean, I, I think it should be chatbot, plural. but chatbot's already taken. Yeah, right. I think bot should be pluralized. If anything, talkbots. Talkbots. Sounds like a fucking 80s Devo cover band. Oh, totally. We're Talkbots. 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 I like it. That one's pretty good. I like that one. Okay. Artificial Cowboys is... 2K. No, yeah, it's, it is. And there's not that there's anything wrong with it. No, that. never. So what it is is that Cowboys is used as a term of someone who is terrible in IT. In the sense where right. they don't plan. Right. And then they go... So if we talk about technology, we're not cowboys. Well, we are sometimes, well, but you learn so, your lessons. But, but there's, a, there's a kind of a hidden pun there then. We're artificial cowboys. Right. 
But the implication is that we're trying to be cowboys. Gotcha. Okay. Which is almost the same as, am I not smart? Yeah. <laughs> once cowboys would be once cowboys. That's cute. I like. Well, if you like talk bots, I think it's settled. I don't think. Okay, I have one. We'll we'll, we'll make it the beta title for now. Sure. It's like. Okay. It's in beta. Yeah. And we'll decide whether you know this is that'll be the release title. Do I not get to have my own ideas? Because sure. I've got one. Sure. Jeez. I'm the idea man. Or at least I'm, I'd like to take credit right. for yeah. that. I want the fucking Carl show. <laughs> um, okay. I it, it just dawned on me is just just Kpar. 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 Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm a little slow. Today. That's okay. That's all right. Am I not K- smart? Kpar. <laughs> it's initials. Right. The thing is though I don't know if people are going to put that together right away or if it has any kind of... I don't know if there should be an intention of that they are getting it. Right. Right? It's just... It came across to me as smooth, catchy, and we could play it as like a radio station twist if we wanted. Here at K-Bar. 92 point something or other. 92 point basement. (laughs) K-Bar. Not married, of course, not married to it. It was just, it was after you shunned my other one with silence. I hear. Well, it just, it just popped I mean, into my head. And I mean, you know, I don't even remember what it was. So that's not a good sign. No. That's not a good sign. I know it had something. It was. I'm, I'm a Because now, now I'm on the spot. I can't remember. What was it? It was. I thought about it on the way here and I laughed. Which is why we probably won't pick it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Because yeah. neither of us can remember it. Yeah, no, I'm okay with uh, with Talkbox. I know. Oh. We'll let the listeners decide. My wife is going to pick this? I mean, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah. So. No, I'm. let's bait it Talkbots. I like it. It's cute. It's not Talkbot. I like it's Talkbots. It's nerdy. It's cute. It's catchy. It, I do see a, a Devo-type band, which is fabulous. Yeah, I love Devo. Welcome to the K-Par Morning Show. Exactly. See? Adam and Carl. Yeah, see? Or another spin on it. It just allows for... I thought that it allowed for different um, angles to play off of during an intro and different, like, allowing for different intros, but really. Right. Well... It's no matter. We can... Um, we can... Maybe we should just confuse the audience and keep referring to ourselves as alternately back and forth between the two right and then people be like am i listening to the right, right the right podcast what are they artificial cowboys yeah right at least it's not a bitch session so uh we'll see where that goes and today's topic of conversation as it turns out is uh, a very interesting one at least i think so alexa or you know any home smart device, but we'll focus specifically on Alexa. Um, Adam's title for this uh, uh, topic was Alexa, is it Skynet? Um, and boy, did I ever ruminate on this topic for the last couple of days. But I want to hear your thoughts on it first. So full disclosure is that I haven't. A lot of, and I think, and I wanted to do it on purpose because initially I was going to research it, learn about it, and all that shit. But I thought 
that I feel like I'm the only one who doesn't get it. Like, not the only one, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. within a circle of people that I would usually speak to. Okay. That I have some notions as to what it is, what it does, and the things you hear about anecdotally about the the about the technology. So I didn't want to know too much so I can, like, happily put my foot in my mouth. Mm. So... Do you have an Alexa? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Do you have anything similar? Well, not by choice. I carry a cell phone. So, but conspiracy theory. But do you have like a Google Home? Mm-mm. No? Absolutely okay. not. I no. do. Okay. Yeah. So, they're listening now. Great. Yes. My next door neighbor has an Alexa. Mm-hmm. And I had a really long conversation with him about it when he bought it. Right. Before I decided which one I was going to get. Because I wanted to get it... Not because I needed it, or even because I wanted one. I was curious about what the technology was capable of. Agreed. I thought it was too good to be true. It wasn't going to be as helpful as mm-hmm. I, as it claimed to be. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you more about my experiences with my Google Home later. But for now, let's focus on this well, that's Amazon a good place. version, Alexa. Well... So, or do you want to talk about the Google version? Yeah, because I'm not I'm not married to the Alexa thing. Because to me, it's comparing apples to apples. It's like Macintosh mm, and Red Delicious, right? Not for me. Fair enough. Yeah, but that's that's just part of it. Just it's the intrigue and where I've almost bought it a couple times. Yeah, and just talked myself out of it was is how sexy it is. The idea that the future is now. Right. Right, and your I can own little just... electronic butler. Right, yeah, it's just a fabulous idea, mm-hmm. but then the privacy issue obviously is the big thing that dissuades me, mm-hmm. and also the fact that I'll probably have to acquire things that are compatible with the tool to really take advantage of it. Like I might have to buy fancy lights, or I have to buy fancy outlets. Shit like that. Right. So I just, I didn't do it. Initially, there was the fear, the privacy fear. Is it listening? Does it, because it obviously is listening. It's a technology that is built to listen and mm-hmm. it's supposed to trigger only on keywords, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. But like all technology, it's incredibly fallible. And so I was concerned about that. And then I realized that I have a cell phone in my pocket that does essentially the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it Only was less better. about that. Right. Because it's following you everywhere you right. go. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. Now yeah. it has the horribleness of knowing where I am, not just what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's, really, that's really about it. I like the idea of it. I would, I want one, but not enough to buy one. I like the idea of it. It would be cool if it was a Christmas gift. Right. Right. That yeah. would start off in the garage. Yeah. Right? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. As it went through its pilot project. I look at it now as a what's the catch or why am I getting this for as low of a cost as I am? And I was that this is the element of it that I was ruminating on for the last few days. Not so much about the Google product, 
but more about the Alexa product. Mm -hmm. The reason, by the way, that I ended up choosing Google Home over Alexa is because I associate Alexa with Amazon, period, full stop. And I'll, I'll explain to you what I think about that whole a, a relationship or arrangement. But the reason I chose Google Home is because I'm living almost exclusively in a Google environment as it is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Google account holder with a Google Drive and, and Google Docs on that drive and I have a Gmail account and I use Google Maps all the time. What's your phone? It's an iPhone, okay. which is hilarious, right. but you know. But getting back to Alexa, I think I understand perfectly what Alexa is about. Interesting. Okay. Here's my theory. Tell me if you think I'm crazy. In my opinion, Amazon is only interested in two things, getting some of your money and then getting more of your money. Mm -hmm. So they are interested in getting your annual subscription to Prime mm -hmm. and keeping it. And then they're interested in selling you stuff as much as they can. The more, the better. They probably saw Alexa as the perfect extension of that business model. Air Miles card. Do you know why the Air Miles card exists? The Air, Air Miles is owned by a company called Loyalty Incorporated. Mm. It exists for one reason. To Pretension. keep you shopping at the same store all the time. Yeah. If you have an Air Miles card, you'll always buy gas at Shell. If you have an Air Miles card, you'll buy most of your groceries at a grocery store that, that takes the Air Miles and gives you points for it. It's a loyalty card. It's designed to keep you going to the same store over and over again. Right. Alexa is just the next version of that. Absolutely. Yep. And no, it's that's brilliantly right. executed because, according to the articles that I read, seems like a long time ago now, Amazon admitted that their long game was for Alexa to listen in on everything you said in your house so that if you ever said the words, hey, hon, we're low on toilet paper, it would automatically order you more toilet paper without even asking so that you wouldn't even have to think about it. Now, they'll eventually get there. Mark my words, okay? For anybody who's listening to this podcast, this is my official prediction. We will be there within five years. But in the meantime, to get there, they're going to have to give customers the choice to kind of opt out of that offering. You know what I mean? They might say, oh, well, we won't automatically order the toilet paper. We'll put it on your wish list or on a queue of some kind, and then you have to okay it. Unless you just want us to go ahead and make the purchase for you and you trust us. Because, you know, we know what toilet paper you've bought before. And uh, with the, I think the scary part is going to be is when they actually admit that they know what kind of toilet paper you buy anywhere. So let us just take care of it right. from here on in. And we'll cut you a deal. And they're already starting with that because you notice if you go to buy anything from Amazon, if it's something they regularly have in stock, they'll go, well, don't just, don't just buy it this time. Yeah, subscribe to it. Subscribe to it and we'll cut you 5 to 15% off yep. that purchase from now on. 
So, in my mind... I can't Alex... have any more fucking black beans in my house. <laughs> I just keep showing up. <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's, it's there, and it's brilliant. It's a brilliant oh, yeah, idea. Yeah. The man flew to space. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and who knows where <laughs> they'll take it to next. Like, and that's, that's the part that I think freaks people out, is that... You know, it's the how how much of what I'm saying are they actually listening to? And it's not, you know, I mean, let's be straight. It's not a person sitting with a set of headphones on, listening to conversations and making decisions. It's AI doing all the work. They're listening for keywords and they're reacting to those words right. with set responses. Or, so, I, oh yes, you're absolutely right. Now the concern is that, um, and maybe I'm going to go full conspiracy, but it's, is that, of course AI is doing it, a human being is not doing it. No. Until a human being is doing it. Right. Until it's escalated to a human being to listen to, where keywords are picked out that aren't toilet paper, but they're AK-47 or child pornography or banana rama right. right and red alert and it gets escalated high enough to where now someone of consequence is listening to those words right listening to that conversation right it's been phone tapping has been happening forever oh yeah and now we're just allowing them to tap our shit so basically uh, instead of the government having to co-opt the telephone companies into letting their AI and or human beings listen in for terrorist yep. conversations. You're suggesting that a company like Amazon could be co-opted into listening into everybody's homes to do the same kind of thing. Absolutely. But in fact, I would say it would be more inclined from the Google perspective than it would the Amazon perspective. Okay. Because there's not a lot of money in like domestic espionage for a retailer. Right. For Walmart in the sky. Right. Right? But Google, on the other hand, who the argument, no, maybe not the argument, but the statement of that Amazon only wants two things, your money and more of your money. That's all that Google wants as well. It's an organization that wants only your money. Mm -hmm. under so, And very well, under the guise of these cool technologies that do this, that, and the other thing. But it's all the same bullshit, and it's all we want your money. But Google's making more money almost as a TV network than as a retailer. Because I think they make a, they probably make a shitload more money selling advertising on YouTube than any other revenue source right now. I don't. Unless, yeah, I, unless you know I'm what? missing something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't actually know. YouTube makes an astronomical amount of money, um, hence why they have they've really pounded it into the ground from a smashing content creators. But obviously not enough money because I keep being hounded every day, going, "Hey, how would you like to pay for this service?" Right. And well, you know. We'll but, cut, we'll stop bombarding you with ads, right? And that just doubles down on what I was saying. It's just they just want your money. Mm -hmm. But Amazon is 
well, every organization that functions inside of the internet is an information company. That's all they are now, mm-hmm. right? They're just analytics, AI, and algorithms. That's it. Yep. But Google is foundationally and fundamentally that. They are, initially, was a search engine. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who you are, but from a performance and results base, they are the best search engine. Oh, it's fast and phenomenal. Yeah. So they're great at organizing and finding data. So what they do with all the data that they find is they sell it. Mm-hmm. Of course they sell it. So now they are in a position to sell, when you say toilet paper, you're in a house with Google, but they, now they sell that information to someone to now have a pop-up on YouTube selling you toilet paper. You're like, oh, shit, I need toilet paper. And they get a percentage of that. So it's all it's all the same. Fun fact about Google, I don't know how many people uh, know this, but apparently the main reason why Google Photos was free if you allowed Google to compress the photos slightly uh, before storing in their, you know, on your drive is because they were basically teaching their AI how to recognize things in all of those photos. That's that's the gist of what I heard. Yeah. They were looking to see whether the AI could, um, you know, make... Facial recognition. Or... Accurate recognition. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, and that's, where, that's where I really started to be impressed. And at the same time, like, oh my God, like what's going on here? When I started noticing that without even tagging my photos, Google was able to recognize everyone in my photos going back to their toddlers, to toddler age. Yeah, that's... That that's blew fucked. my mind. That's mind-boggling. It's, that blew my mind. It's crazy. It's So that's why they're not in my house. Right. Is all of those things. Now, of course, the argument is made is like the apathy of my privacy it's a real thing you want to be an advocate to your own privacy and stuff like that but what do i have to hide and i really don't have anything to hide so it turns into a principal argument they shouldn't be able to listen to me or collect data on me and blah 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 but i've long waived those rights and second of all really what do i have to hide well i'm glad you asked Because I read the most eye-opening and mind-boggling article about two years ago that I even teach from this article. They drew up this giant graphic and they labeled it the three levels of you. And the point of the article was, they said, okay... Look at this first ring of information that you willingly share online through either your membership on websites, your associations on social media, your searches, your purchases, etc., 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 the surveys that you answer, and so on and so forth. And imagine the not quite complete picture, 
but the very quantifiable demographic of who what? you are and what you are. Yeah. Not not even so much who you are, but what you are. Yes. Um, based on the information that you have willingly shared online. Right. Because everybody needs to understand that the information that is shared online, you lose control over who ends up getting it, getting access to it. Absolutely. Because it's being traded and bought and sold all the freaking time. The second layer of you is the information you are sharing without even realizing that you're sharing it. Mm -hmm. And we're getting into nitty-gritty types of details like what kind of computer do you have, uh, the operating system that you use, uh, what are your spending habits, uh, what is your relationship status, where do you live, what's your educational background, how do you, how do you speak, how, uh, how intelligent do you seem, um, how... Uh, skilled are you as a typist? Are there any physical manifestations online that would suggest there's something wrong with you or different about you? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, w w now it's not so much what you are, but almost a little bit more who you are, uh, painting a much more, and I don't want to use the word accurate because it's misleading, but a much more thorough picture of who and what you are. The problem is mm -hmm. it's flawed in the sense that while much of the information is relatively accurate, a lot of it is assumptions based on what you've shared. Agreed. And the third layer of you is the, is the continued assumptions that are made by the people who've actually bought this information to try to make educated decisions about what they're going to do with you, right. either as a seller of product, a purveyor of services, or, and this is where the nightmare case comes in, the deciders of things. Yeah. Should you get this insurance? Are you eligible for this or mm. that? Do you qualify for this, that, or the other thing? And they said that's the part that people should be most concerned about because there is no regulation or control whatsoever over the incorrect assumptions, or even scary, the correct assumptions that 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 can be made at that third layer by the people who have access to however much information they ended up buying about you that we need to worry about. Right. And that's why not owning a device like that is probably doing you a favor in the long run. Right. Because you're limiting how much private personal information is managing to get out to that third ring. Right. But here's the counterpoint to that, which is just as freaking scary. The less accurate information about you they have, yeah, a, the worse the decisions are going to be made on your right. behalf. Because they're still going to be made, regardless. Yeah. 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 And that's the part There's that a I rock think and a needs hard place to freak people out and yeah. need to get you know governments involved to say, whoa, there's got to be, a, we've got to draw a line here. Yeah over how much of this information can be used against a person. It'd be interesting. I would like to, 
I would like to read that article because I would like to source that data or the information from it because Mm -hmm. it's a terrifying story. That's a really good Stephen King novel right now. It is. But how much of it is it legitimate or how much of it is this is what could happen in dystopia? Yeah. Right? It's not this is totally happening now. Right. But there is the potential for this. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, it's already kind of started when you started hearing stories about people who, you know, whether or not they got a job hinged on how much of their personal life they were willing to share with their their employer. Now, thankfully, this isn't something that happens regularly <laughs> in companies around the world, but... You know, that kind of had people going, what? No, there's no way that I would allow my potential boss to have access to my Facebook account. Yeah, it's such a weird position. Like, that's a weird argument because absolutely you don't. And we as a people get to decide that I don't want my boss to have access to that. But I understand in some cases why an employer would ask for it. Um in the sense of, because you see the heinous things that people say online because they think they're anonymous or they're just keyboard warriors. Well, and you know... This like, racial, racial tirades. Call me paranoid. Have. Call mm-hmm. me paranoid. But it is for that reason alone that I refuse to friend anybody on Facebook that I, that I work with. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They don't need to know what the fuck's going on no. in your life. No. Or, you know, even if I made a friend at work, I still wouldn't friend them on Facebook. Not until we're not working together. Well, and not only that, but because of the the loss of control you have the minute they comment on anything. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now their friends are privy to that share. And, you know, if one of their friends happens to be my boss, well, now, you know, Pandora's box is opened. And there's no way in hell I would ever allow that to happen. Right. Ever. But yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah, it's yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, it's a, that's a really good tactic. I don't I don't follow it because I I guess I'm not I haven't been mindful enough to think to think about it. Right. And I don't really give a shit. Right. Because I'm crass and I'm rude, and the things I put on Facebook on the very rare occasions that, that I do yeah. are ludicrous. Right. They're a stupid meme that are probably offensive. Right. But but like what are you gonna do? I guess So Facebook's profile on you is a complete Oh it's abomination. And that is actually on purpose. Right. That is on purpose. Yeah. It is very calculated. Yeah. I don't get any you're like the unknown comic. Yeah. <laughs> the ads that I get sent to me on Facebook are totally irrelevant to any interest I have. And it's perfect. Really? Perfect. They, because they still send you ads. Yeah. But it's like, could you, but do you want to buy a pillow? But they're not to the Google searches that you're, that you're doing? I don't do a lot. Like, I, I guess I do. But no, they're not. They're not. They never have been. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You found you you've somehow found a way to break that link, and it, it, it's it's the link is intact in in my world because they get you. Oh, as soon as I search on something, yeah, 
I'm seeing ads for it on Facebook within 24 hours. Guaranteed. I think maybe it's because I have a lot of RAM in my computer and I run a lot of extensions to block everything that ah, I can. Ah, okay. So you're blocking the trackers. I try to block as much as I can. See, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So that's the difference. I just don't. They don't need to know. That's the difference. It's it's a funny it's Me, a funny. I don't just care. I don't just just don't care. It's funny because I like I literally just sat here and said like what do I care like what do I have to hide mm-hmm. and now you have just said the same thing when I am strict about my browsing habits of the, the data that I send out there because that was you know it's funny like it goes to one of the topics that I had written to suggest that we talk about mm-hmm. is how I said pornography is bad for your brain and your computer right because I don't. You know, I'm a virile young man. You know, I don't need anybody to know what my sexual proclivities are. Right. Like, that's that's an extreme example, mm-hmm. but it is a profound example. Yeah. I don't need anybody to know that shit. It's not like I'm into greasy stuff. No. But... But it's your business. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I don't even necessarily want my wife to know it. So, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> She doesn't need to know about Kevin. Why, why about is that, Kevin. Adam? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, like to bring it to to bring it back, and like, it's just all of these things that I sort of fully understand or have some semblance of understanding of their large companies that provide these services is that I don't need them to have any more on me and the benefit of me going hey google turn on my lights is not worth the fucking cost yeah you know what i mean or or hey alexa buy that toilet paper like i am proficient on a computer i'm proficient on a cell phone if i need toilet paper i can have it ordered within seconds like like right but then I'll, but then again, I have the phone in my pocket that does the same thing. So. Yeah, well, and I mean, this is probably going to be a good topic for another episode of our podcast, but do I have a Google Home device? Yes. Um, do I use it for much? Not really. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, you know, show off to my wife and say, hey, Google, what's the temperature? And, you know, oh, I'm surprised it's, I'm surprised it didn't answer. Look at this. Wow. Look at the technology shine. What is wrong with you? Hey, listeners. So, like, like, don't I mean, buy it. <laughs> you know, like, why didn't it just answer my question? But anyway, yeah, I'll go around and do stuff like that and say, you know, when is this place open? Uh, is this place still open? Uh uh, what are its hours, blah, blah, blah. I'll ask it like ridiculously ludicrous questions that I could have probably just as easily gotten answers to by pulling out my phone. But it's just easier to ask the box the question and hope that it could answer. And sometimes I'll even like test it and give it like something and see, oh, I wonder if it'll answer this properly. And then, you know, sometimes it's like a complete waste of time. And other times it's like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty, pretty good. Um, but I could be using it to do things like, you know, turn stuff on and off while I'm on vacation or whatever to make it look like somebody's home or, 
you know, activate or deactivate smart things that I have uh, installed in my house. But I've never bothered to go down that road because I'm paranoid that the people who make these smart Wi-Fi enabled devices haven't got their security together. And it's just an opening into creating havoc in my home. So I just haven't done it for almost the same reasons that you haven't bothered yep. with the device itself. Absolutely. That does the controlling. I've been to a number of conferences, IT conferences, and a big topic. And it is a big topic every time and has been for the last 15 years and will be again to anyone that's happening now is the issues of the Internet of Things. Yeah, and how insecure it is. And how incredibly insecure it is. Yeah. So, yeah, like, unless you know how to build a DMZ on your firewall yep. and know how to protect the barrier between the DMZ and your LAN or anything inside of your network, mm -hmm. yeah, don't. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Because... I have an insulin pump, and I took four years to research to be comfortable that I wasn't going to be hacked in the airport and be killed. Oh, wow. Right? Because it happens. It just it's Wi-Fi enabled. It's Bluetooth enabled. Oh, they used to be Wi-Fi. <laughs> they used to... Actually, the Bluetooth is actually encrypted. Bluetooth itself is inherently not encrypted. Right. Well... For all intents and purposes, it is not. Yeah. But now, between this device and the software on my phone, there is an encryption layer. Nice. So it could be broken down, but not as I'm passing through a public no. space. They'd have to keep at it for a while. You'd have to follow. You'd yeah. have to follow me a long time. And if you want to kill me that bad, then I guess I'm out. Well, I was going to say they'd probably find a lot easier ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Their car. Okay, and it's over. So. <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm very cautious about that um, but it's it's a hard balance because it's 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 so sexy oh totally it's so sexy and I wouldn't I wouldn't like I started off by saying I wouldn't just have the thing to ask us what the temperature is right because like that Flashy bit is is gone now. S Siri's been on iPhones for forever, and I remember doing that, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm mm -hmm. this is the fucking future." Man. Yeah. So now, if I was going to do it, I would get into bed with it. Mm -hmm. It would be lights. It would be everything. It would be my thermostat. Yep. It would be all the things. My wife and I have friends, and but he's all in. He's all in, and he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand the implications, right. which is probably par for the course. Most people don't understand the implications no. of some of these tools, so no. they're just like, this is cool. Yes. But we were, they came and visited us when we were living uh, in Victoria, and he would just pull out his phone and he would turn up the heat because they were on their way home that day and just like, wow. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. like, that's amazing. It's just super cool. Right. And then you sit down and you're like, right, but I could take over his whole house. Mm -hmm. I I could, and yeah. I have no skills whatsoever, but I bet you I could do it. Right. With a one or two zero-day hacks that I could 
pay seven cents for on right. the dark web. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Yep. So, so it's yeah, it's a funny balance, and the benefit is just not there because I use the word lazy and probably unfairly, but maybe appropriately, I'm not lazy enough to be there yet because. I'm on my phone all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. I have an addiction to my devices, mm-hmm. as many people do. So I'm on it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not hard for me to do any anything that I want to do. Right. And turning lights on and off, like, boop. Yeah. I mean, just fucking walk to the switch. Yeah. It's not enough to sell me yet. Yeah. But the thing is, is because I don't know what it can do, and because... Uh, Software programmers are now everything in this industry in IT. They're everything now, which means these tools are going to be able to do anything. Anything that your imagination can come up with, someone's going to write an application for it to do. And you're just going to have to ask your living room to, I don't know, anything. Like, Mike can't even comprehend its capabilities. Well, and here's here's another aspect of it that a lot of people won't even think about before they make the decision to use a device like Alexa or any other smart home to or a smart home device yeah. to help do them what they think are really cool favors or yeah. really cool tricks. Yeah. Um, I used to own a Nest thermostat. I ended up taking it back because it wasn't compatible with my furnace. My neighbors, on the other hand, bought a Nest thermostat, and it happened to work great with their furnace. The problem was, they never actually took the time to sit down and figure out how the damn thing worked. So they left this thing to its own devices because it supposedly learns what it needs to know about your heating habits to be able to, you know, set the thermostat day in and day out, depending on whether you're home or not or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then it has this vacation setting or not even a vacation setting, a what if I'm not in the house setting Mm -hmm. that will do who knows what when you're not in the house. And of course, they never bothered to look into what the settings were And then they went on vacation. Now, thankfully, they asked us to look after their house while they were gone. And after day two, I went next, I went to their house and went into the place and it was goddamn freezing. So I look at the thermostat and it's like plus 12 in the house. Right. And I'm like, what's going on? So I know enough about Nest that if you get close to it, it senses motion and it does what it's supposed to do once it realizes there's somebody in the house. And sure enough, as soon as it noticed there was somebody walking around, it turned the heat back on. Mm-hmm. But it was 12 degrees. Right. And the thermostat was now set for 18, but it hadn't been. And it wasn't revealing to me what it was set to. And I didn't want to play with it because I didn't want to screw it up. But I had to basically get on and text with these guys and say, hey, listen, guys, I don't know if you realize this, but you guys didn't properly set what the lowest temperature you want the house to get down to when there's no one around. 
Right. When it goes into vacation mode or whatever the, whatever the setting happens to be. And they were like, well, what's going on? I'm like, well, your house is at 12 degrees. And, uh, and they were like, oh, well, okay, well, we'll look into it because, you know, they got the app on their phone so they could look into it. They couldn't make heads or tails of what was going on mm. and why the house was allowed to get that cold. I went back the next day and it was down to like 10 degrees. Right. So they hadn't fixed anything. And it was only by the, by virtue of the fact that I kept coming in and walking around that the heat would come on. But as soon as it sensed that I wasn't in the house anymore, after 10 or 15 minutes, it went back into whatever mode it was in. And I was like, here, you know, here's a risk that people don't even think about when they go and buy devices like this. That imagine if the temperature in the house actually got down to like plus three or plus, you know, plus four and things started freezing. Right. You know, plumbing started freezing and, yeah. and all the problems that could arise as a result of that. Absolutely. Because they never took the time to actually look at what their device is actually doing. Right. Under all circumstances. So God only knows what kind of nonsense we're going to find ourselves in when, you know somebody does go and say yeah let's let's smart everything yeah and then you know they come home and there's a disco light show going on inside their house right. as they're walking and their up the sidewalk eight thousand dollars <laughs> good thing with lights are leds now uh, yeah yeah it's so that's um that's, yeah, it would be one, one of those things that if my mom asked to get one, I would say absolutely not for th for reasons like that. Yeah. Like, no, no you can't no. have something like that. Right. Call it elder abuse if you want, but mm -hmm. absolutely not. Yeah. For reasons just like that. Adam, Adam, why is the house on fire? Well, it's because you literally told the thing to light it on fire. Yeah, so I won't get one. I don't think I'll get one. I just... I love the idea. I love... I mostly love the idea of the lights, to be honest. Just to be able to turn the lights on. You know, sitting in my underwear in my bed with a bowl of popcorn on my guts. Oh, the light's off. Or the light's on. Turn it off. And I thought about that before and I laughed at myself. Because all I need to do is I need to go back to 1986 and... <laughs> by the right. goddamn clapper, yes. it's over. Yeah. It's fixed. Exactly. I don't need these. I don't need the robot. I don't need the robot. I think we've exhausted that topic to its logical conclusion. So, um, anything else on your mind that you want to talk about briefly to wrap this episode up? Anything going on? Anything new? Movie you're looking forward to? Movie you saw? Have you seen the new Dune movie? No, we talked about that before, and I've been... No, I've, I've, I've stayed away from it because I've been... Trying to muster up the time and the energy to reread the book so right. I can so I can fully get it. Yeah. Um, but For my wife's being a bummer. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The good news is is that the guy who directed uh, the movie, Denis Villeneuve, who's a Canadian, by the way, sounds it. Yeah. Uh, he 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 treated the story with a lot more respect mm -hmm. and there was no cheesiness at all right. all the cheese has been removed yep it is fromage free mm. and um and he 
allowed the character development to go at the pace it needed to, which meant you couldn't fit the whole story into one movie. Right. So this is just part one. Of? Of. Two? Three? I'm guessing two. Right. It looks like they've got to like the halfway point of the story, essentially. And now the, you know, the everything coming together, uh, the ramifications of the first act are going to become gotcha. known in the second act. Interesting. But, well, cool. uh, yeah, they weren't kidding when they were talking to the performers from the movie who basically said that they they could not get over the set the set designs Neat. that were being used because they were just epic. Cool. Epic in scope. And I totally see now where they were coming from. That's cool. He he wanted to transport you into that story. Right. Neat. Using every trick in the book. Cool. Yeah. Now, did you go to a theater to see it? Or oh, did yeah. You, guys, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I figured it deserved that. I don't go to the movies often, right. but for a movie like that, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to do it. Cool. But I'll still buy the movie when it comes out. Right. So I can watch it again and again on my on my uh, TV. Right. But, yeah. No, it definitely deserved the big screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only movie that I'm looking forward to is the new Matrix movie. Oh yeah, 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 and that's I was that could be I was that could so be cool. enamored with the the first one. I'm afraid of it though. I'm afraid that they're gonna, you know, what I mean, like there's so much that could go wrong with bringing that story back to life. Well, yeah, fair enough. No, I guess there could be. Uh, I'm really I'm funny when it comes to movies because I'm just I just give myself over to right. it. There's very few movies that I truly dislike, especially on the first watch. I'm just like, that was awesome. Yeah. And then I read reviews and people are like, this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that was kind of dumb or this or that. And but I don't care. No, I don't I don't care. I'm right in it. And most people I talk to uh, didn't like the second one and really disliked the third one. Matrix movies. And that I was not me at all. Any of them. Yeah, I really, no. I liked them all. I didn't and have a problem with any of them. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm too dim to pick up plot holes, because I'm just, I'm all in. I'm yeah. all in. Yeah. I didn't just take me away from. It was life pure entertainment. I was not yeah. looking for reasons to pick the story apart. No. No. Because I mean. The story is so phantasmagorical that it's easy to pick apart. Any rational person is going to go, well, that's stupid. Yeah. How can... You Humans know, that batteries, that's dumb. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's fucking I cool, know, man. I know. That's just <laughs> it, though. That's just it. You don't go to that movie to, you know, you don't go to that movie because it's a logical story. Yeah. You go to the movie because you want to see Neo fucking beat up on the bad guys. Right. You want right. him to win. It's like some asshole talking about how Dr. Emmett Brown couldn't really build a time machine. Yeah. Fuck off. So what? Give me a break. Yeah. It was a DeLorean. That's right. <laughs> Worst car ever. Right. But greatest time machine ever. <laughs> <laughs> Better than some stupid phone booth. Uh. <laughs> uh. Adam has thrown down the gauntlet to the Doctor Who fans. Oh, yeah. And what's funny is I... I don't know if I've ever seen an episode. 
And if I have, it would have been only the the old one with the old guy who looked like a witch. Like from the 70s, the old Doctor Who. I never watched the old versions of Doctor Who. I never have even seen an episode of Doctor Who on a television screen. I think I watched a pirated copy of one of the new versions of Doctor Who. And it was when, uh, what's his name? David Tennant played the Doctor. And he's the actor, the famous British actor that went on to do Broadchurch and a whole bunch of other uh, cool uh, TV series and movies and stuff like that. That was, I watched that season and I was like, he was a cool Doctor Who. He didn't take the part, the role, like he didn't, he almost was like a, took the liberty of almost making fun of himself. Didn't, sure. Not taking himself seriously, too seriously. Yeah. And that made it enjoyable because it was like, you know, normally Doctor Who kind of has all the answers to everything. And he was this bumbling, <laughs> comical caricature that just basically was winging it and hoping for the best. And I found that I found that very endearing. And then I went and watched the next season. I think it was with uh, that Smith guy. And it was like a completely different feel to it. And I was like, meh, I'm not interested in this anymore. Right. And that was the end of my love affair with Doctor Who. Yeah, I don't even know what it's about. The only thing that I know about is that they change Doctors. Right. And they just keep it going. Yeah. Which I think is neat. It I is think, neat. Like, without knowing why, like, not understanding the reason why they change Doctors or any shit like that. It's just kind of a cool idea that they can have a show going from whatever year it started to now and a number of different doctors. You know what I find? And how mad some fucking nerds yeah. get that the next doctor might be a woman. And you know what I find interesting <laughs> about that? Is that the Brits seem to be the only entertainment culture that can do that and everyone is cool with it. Right. I don't know how many shows I've ever watched that originated in the UK where they'll swap out actors to play the same part in the next season, and everybody's totally cool with it. You pulled that off on an American show, it's people over. would... It'd be civil war. Right. They'd be like, what's going on? Yeah. How dare you fire Britney Spears from playing the lead in that soap opera or whatever. She was the best. I'd watch that soap opera. Right? I would fucking watch that soap opera. <laughs> Free Britney. Free Britney. That's how it should end. Yep. That's how the podcast should That's end. That's right. Hashtag Free Britney. That's right. Well, I guess she's already free. Well, she kind of is. She's free now. More or less. Except that she's crazy and probably shouldn't be free. What I'm interested in seeing <laughs> on the Britney story is, will her freedom now, will she like let her freak fly in her next album? Oh, yeah. Because now... She can basically do what she wants, technically. Yeah. And will she? Yeah, I, my will guess she is take she's it done to the next level. My guess is she's done with music. You she's done. Yeah. yeah. She's been a slave to it for well, she's been a slave to the entertainment industry since she was what? Twelve? Pretty much. Yeah. And Started with Mickey Mouse Club. Right? Yeah, Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. Yeah. And has been fighting the conservatorship with her father until 
like weeks ago. Right. And and I and I don't think it's exclusively just about not having control of your money in your life, like being able to do X, Y, and Z. I think she wants out. Like, why wouldn't you want out? She's almost 40 or is 40. She's been doing it since she's 12. She has more money than anybody. I have never felt so old as I do right now after just discovering or coming to the realization that Britney Spears. Hey, Google, how old is Britney Spears? Britney Spears is 39 years old. 39. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, I feel really old now. And now I want out of this podcast episode. Free Carl from this podcast episode. So uh, for anybody that is listening, when we get around to posting this, uh, you got ideas, comments, feel free to leave them. Too bad you can't dislike it anymore because this is on YouTube and they took away the button. There you go. You can't dislike stuff on YouTube anymore? No, they took it off. I didn't notice. Under the guy, yeah, like either today or in the coming days. They're removing it because of like Abuse. dislike attacks. Right. Yeah. Like that's just a... Huh. Yeah, so anti-bullying. So if you don't like something, you're going to have to comment about it. Yeah, so the genius That'll, thing is just yeah. type dislike and everyone say, will like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Because it's it's, it's uh, ridiculous. It's ludicrous. It just doesn't make sense. Because the like, I don't know if the dislike button is gone, gone, or or what the deal is. But they have to be able to determine watchability and appreciation for content, so they know if they should push it or not. In case anyone's wondering what that noise is in the background, I just tore open a small packet of, thanks to Adam, Hawkins Cheesies. Hawkins, they're the cheesiest. No, they did not pay me to say that. If there's anything that I've always really appreciated about a podcast, is when the podcasters eat. (laughs) And with that, it brings our episode to the end. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you.